This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Denver's home for today's comedy. Comedy 1031 is Big Mike. I'm I'm pretty damn excited. This man in studio. He, he He's a New York Times bestselling author. He was on Dancing with the Stars this weekend. He's at Comedy Works South of the Landmark. Oh, and he was part of this show called Jackass. You might know it. It's Steve-O. What's up, man? Ah, uh, dude. Uh, how about this? A comedy station specifically? What, do you play stand-up on the radio? 24-7 stand-up, man. And it's, and it's on the FM dial? It's on the FM dial. Never comedy 1031. Never heard of that. Non-stop. Oh, it's, it's been awesome, man. I'm, I'm surprised it hasn't uh, showing up in more markets, but it's been doing great out here and doing awesome. And it's man. great. Congrats, bro. I appreciate that. Welcome uh, to the Maha City. Well, well, thanks for welcoming me, dude. It's good to be here. I have to ask, what what happened, man? What? Uh, I uh, I have a new project I'm working on, and and I'm really swinging for the fence. So okay. I went ahead and did one of the dumbest stunts of my life, uh-huh. and uh, I'm thrilled that. Uh, I'm thrilled that I did. Of course, I do have uh, serious burns all over my arms and my back. I've, uh, from my elbow up on both arms, I've lost all the skin. Oh, man. And, uh, I, like, uh, all the skin from the elbow down on both arms is is uh, on its way out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It's was... only second-degree burns. Okay. Well, and what's more impressive is, despite being bandaged up and, and having all that, you're, you're still here working. Oh, I'm you're ready to go. still here it's going. It's not going to slow me down the tiniest bit. Oh, what's, what's, I'm so stoked. Yeah, we got Since it. it's a comedy station, I might as well tell you that, uh, okay, I got my first comedy special is on Showtime. You can see it, Showtime uh, On Demand. Uh, you know, people don't want to accept me as a comedian a lot. Uh, yeah. Even Mark Maron, I sat down with him, and uh, he, he found his own way to just bring me on his podcast to sit me down and tell me that I'm not a comedian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, 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 and but, he, but to his credit, he did it in a way that, that I, I kind of respected. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I had a great talk with him, and uh, overall, it was a wonderful experience. Had nothing but positive feedback about yeah. it. But I only bring him up and, and reference that because there is uh, there are some people that just don't they don't want to accept me as a stand-up, and that's fine with me yeah. because uh, I'm not here to emulate anybody. And, uh, you know, I, I take everything seriously that I do. I, mean, I don't even need anybody's approval, yeah. you know? Well, and I imagine for, not, not mostly most comedians, but most people, they know you from the jackass of the world, the shows right. you've done, the movies, and, right. you know, the, They've just seen you in the stunts and the, and the pranks and all that, and so sure. if that's all they've seen for fifteen years, they're like, "Oh, now you're going to do stand up." But but it's right. like, well, but, you, but th- even before Jackass, you were a showman. Like you were. Oh, well, you see, the thing is, the stand up comedy is another branch on the tree of attention whoring. Yeah, yeah. And uh, when it comes to attention whoring, I'm the, I'm the, the the darn trunk yeah. there, <laughs> of that tree. Like, there's no way around it. Um, and and it's fine, dude. Um, I you know coming into it, yeah, the first time I ever did stand up. Was uh, eleven years ago, okay. um, two thousand six summer. Jackass number two was um, uh, getting starting to be promoted. You know, I was kind of hot at the, at the moment, and um, this guy uh, asked me to go do one of my stunts at the Laugh Factory on the Sunset Strip. Oh, wow! And I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. You know, um, I was loaded on drugs. I didn't give any thought to what I was going to do. I just showed up like, yeah, I got this. Yeah. When I walked in, something crazy happened. I, I, you know, I had no idea for a stunt, and when I just like 
looked at the stage and, uh, you know, what was going on. I don't know that I had ever been to a comedy club before that. And uh, I just was like, dude, like the first thing that came to me is there's nothing I could possibly do that would be crazier than trying that. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just like, it immediately as I thought, it was just like, oh, God, this is scary. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to do that. And, you know, the, I got there when the show started. I had plenty of time before it was my turn to get on stage. And I just sat there just racking my brains. Like, oh, dude, what am I going to say to, to, you know, try to get loud? So, oh, my God, this is scary. Uh, uh, you know, and, and when, I, when it was my turn, I got on stage. I, I can't imagine I was on stage for more than, like, three minutes. Yeah. But, like, the sense, and it was overwhelming, was that people were, they, they were excited to see me. Right. And and really, I could sense like uh, that they were rooting for me. Yeah. You know, there's just like they're they're there to have a good time. They want to be entertained. They're excited to see me. They're rooting for me to do well. Like they're on, they're just on my side. Yeah. And I and I had come up in in the short time with a few things that actually got some laughs. And yeah. I was just like, oh my god, when I walked off that <laughs> stage, I had a, I really had a really favorable first experience with nice. this. Um and. Uh, Thank God I kept it short, you know. <laughs> but but just overall, I was like, man, wow, you know. I felt like uh, so your first time was almost just by accident. It was. It was totally by accident. Nice. And and my second time, but I didn't that first time. I, I I I scheduled my return before leaving the club. Oh, cool. Right, and and for my return, I I I, uh, I didn't tell any of the, the whatever I came up with the, the previous time. Uh, I wrote like a like a whole set. I think it ran like eight minutes, uh-huh. and I actually wrote jokes and and uh, for you know they 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 worked to a degree you know like mm-hmm. uh, I got I got some laughs and and uh, and what I did was that the for that because I was prepared I had my buddy uh, film it uh-huh. and so I did that eight minute set and I posted it on YouTube right after the first time out of the gates and I was thrilled with it because I got laughs yeah, you know yeah, yeah. but because I had posted it on YouTube I thought okay I've retired that material. I retired that material, and so I'm going to go back. I'm I'm on fire. I'm good at this. And I went back, and I hadn't written a bunch of stuff. And I just felt, like, overconfident. I thought, oh, man, I can just get on stage, and and, uh, I'll be good. Uh, I got on stage, and I died, uh, man. man. I got on stage without being prepared, and I died. I had, like, some kind of pride that I wouldn't wouldn't repeat a joke ever. Uh You know, like, whatever that is. And uh, I died, and then I went again. I died again, and then I just got scared. And I was too loaded on drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't until uh, Jackass 3D was coming out. I'd been sober for two years. I would like a, There was no reason for me to go to a nightclub or a bar. That's yeah, just yeah, off yeah. the table for right, me. Right, right. Like sober dudes don't need to be there. But there's every reason for me to go to a comedy club. That was like my go-to activity, you know, for with chicks, with whatever. I was, mm-hmm. I was, and every time I sat in the comedy club, I'm looking at the stage thinking, damn, I should be on that stage. Right, right, right. Dude, I should be up there. And uh, then my very first interview, before like the machine really revved up for Jackass 3D, uh, I went to this interview, and they were, they were like cycling people through. Uh-huh. And when I got there, they're like, "Oh, Dan Cook's in there, man! Just barge into his interview." So I go in there, and uh, it, it's, and I'm like, "Yo, what's up, man?" He's like, you know, like kind of psyched to see me, and I, and I just sit down. and go, "Dude, you know, I've dabbled in stand-up before, and I uh-huh. really." I've been thinking about it a lot, and I want to dive in, and I want to get serious about it. And Dane Cook says, uh, cool, man, we'll get you up on the improv. He says, I'll give you my number. We'll get you up on stage at the improv next week. So I knew it. I mean, I, I knew it. I'd, done, I'd written jokes before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, like, I, he gave, gave me his number. I just wrote and wrote and rewrote. I went to an open mic. Went, sure enough, went to the improv. I was, like, two comics after Sarah Silverman, like, immediately before Dane Cook, like, after his set. We sat down and he just gave me notes. And he, the first thing he said was, "I'm not sending you back to the drawing board," mm-hmm. which is like coming from him. I was like, "Oh my god, he's telling me my jokes work." Yeah, yeah. You know, I was like, "Wow." He's like, "Just your delivery, your timing, like 
is a mess, whatever, you know? And, and dude, he took me under his wing in a way he didn't have to, man. Right, we, right. We, we made a regular habit out of, uh, like, him going, then me going, me going, him going, whatever, and then sitting down and giving giving me notes. Well, and, I, and I, like you said with Mark Maron, I'm sure for those that have been doing comedy, they might have been <laughs> hesitant to, you know, welcome somebody that's well, trying to dabble. So, like, for him to take you under your wing and... Oh, dude, it was a bit... I, I don't even know, like... Uh, I just don't. I'm so grateful for Dan Cook. He put so much wind in my sails, you yeah. know. And uh, and and then when Jackass 3D came out, at that point I was in the comedy club every night. Oh, wow. And uh, and I went on Howard Stern to to promote Jackass 3D. And I told Howard, "Yo, I've been doing stand up every night. And you know, I hear I'm in New York. I want I want to do a comedy gig tonight. Yeah. Can someone get me on stage." And and I didn't have an agent at that time because the agent I had had going into Jackass 3D like didn't do anything. Uh, I was like, I'll be damned if I'm going to give him 10 percent of this right, right, for right. doing nothing. And so I fired my agent. I had no agent. But then after the Howard Stern thing, uh, my lawyer called up. He says, hey, dude, uh, I don't know what you did, but I'm getting calls from all over the country. People want to book you in comedy clubs. Nice. You know? And I was like, all right. I had, like, at that point, maybe, like, 20 minutes of material, and I'm going out headlining, which a lot of people, I can say I can say a lot of people that have the right to be, uh, to be you know, have feelings about that. Mm-hmm. But but I dove into it, man, and I, and I gave it hell. And, uh and dude, I just put I put it put it together, man. You know, um, I saw Dane Cook again about a year later, and he says, "Dude, where you been, man?" I go, "Well, dude, since I saw you last, I've done stand up in uh, I forget what the number was, but maybe like ten different countries." Yeah. <laughs> wow. Right, and I mean, I, I just the whole cycle of uh, of throwing out bits, replacing with better ones, the whole evolution of it, and uh, I was kind of like. For the first stretch, I was kind of like apologetic, like on my social media. I didn't want to be like, oh, stand up, you know, like, and, uh, you know, like, I'm just not apologetic anymore. You know, I've got, I've got a comedy special on, uh, on Showtime. I'm thrilled with it. I do heavy stunts. I really like bring, bring everything that I'm capable of to it. Put on the best show I can. I'm still going seven years deep at the comedy special. I'm ready to take my second Mm -hmm. and my, for my second one. It's uh, it's a, a really big deal. Yeah. I'm, I'm making it a big deal, and I'm hiring, uh, I'm hiring the, our Jackass director Jeff Tremaine to direct it. And so oh, we're, cool. we're doing it together, nice. and that's why I'm swinging for the fences, and I'm covered in burns right now because, uh, because it's like fully integrating both of my worlds yeah. of Jackass and stand up, and, uh, and and it's just like the stand up itself is. I mean, it, it just. The stand-up itself is probably crazier than the stunts. Oh. You know, I mean, I don't know. Like, they're, they're, it's all pretty heavy. But I just approach stand-up the same way I approach stunts. I'm just reckless. I'm shameless. I'm reckless. And I just go for it. And yeah. and uh, and that's why I've been successful, man. For for all of the people who uh, for all the people who, who who are famous for being actors or one thing, musicians, whatever. Like, I don't even know. There's been a bunch of people who tried stand-up and it was a disaster. You There's know? a bunch of actors that try to be musicians, a bunch of sure. athletes that try to be sometimes this or that. Works. I mean, sometimes and- it works in power yeah. to them. Sometimes it doesn't. But, but uh, one thing is that if, if, if and I don't want to talk bad about Mark Maron because I, I respect him, but, uh, but Joe Rogan is a dude. I, I had a conversation with Joe Rogan, and uh, and he's like, dude, I just don't get it, man. He's like, if you love comedy, then you want more of it. He says, I just want more mm-hmm. comedy. He says, I've seen it. You're funny. Yeah. You know, like. Why, why, why would anybody have a problem? You gotta, you can't, you, like, like to not encourage people. Joe Rogan said, I, I, want, I want my mailman to do, to do stand-up. He's funny, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and it's like, it's just like a, a mentality of abundance, you know? If you're gonna try to hold someone back or not accept them or be jealous, like, you're just not, you're not plugged in. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you're not plugged into like the abundance of the universe, and, and, and like, and, yeah. and whatever. And if anybody wants to feel that way about me, I just don't care because because I've proven myself. And uh, well, I mean, it, just the fact that you're a comedy works out this week. I mean, comedy right. works doesn't just bring anybody; they, they they bring people that are serious about it and they love comedy. It's one of the best comedy clubs in the country. So the fact that you're there this weekend shows that you know you're doing what you need to do. And I'm doing. Like, not yeah. only am I doing what I need to do, I do way more because yeah. I bring physical like tricks and stunts to the stage in the comedy club and that's with a lot of repetition and I'm covered in burns and the, it's going to hurt. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have, like the tricks I do in the comedy clubs because of the repetition, I describe them more as physical feats that are like really like, you know, like I mean at the risk of sounding like a douche, it's impressive. You know, uh, I put on like some, some uh, I, I do some, some stuff that you're really shocked and, and surprised to see that I'm able to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this weekend, it's just going to hurt a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, you, you uh, got to come give him that, that, that moral support right. while he's pushing uh, through dude, the pain. If I, if I, can do, if I can do the one thing, the greatest bar trick of all time, then, uh, then, then I'm stoked. And, and, and I continue to do even more because after the show, every show, I take a photo with every single person that wants one. I just have a system. It's efficient. And I don't let anybody go home without a photo if they want one. Just don't touch his arms. Don't th- th- this week. Don't be careful with his. I, I might have a like. A, <laughs> a, I might have a thing where where because because the burns, man. Like we like, don't need two hundred people grabbing your arms. I know. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, dude. I and, know. But I'm just I'm thrilled, man. And I love to see comedy FM channel. That's great. Oh, it's great, man. And you know we're about to have our fifth uh, birthday here coming in October. Congrats, coming man. up quick. Congrats. And so it's been good. And, and before we wrap this up, I gotta say one thing because I mean any. Anybody that grew up in the early 2000s or whatever, I mean, they grew up with Jackass. It was, it was MTV. Was this? I mean, that there was that uh, there there is it, it was a phenomenon, man. There's it was no huge. Question. But as much as Jack Wild Boys was my age. Oh, dude, Wild Boys that. was my show. Like when this came out, like I mean, every like I got all six DVDs or whatever. Like I mean, this was one of the like to me. It, it was Jackass meets you know nature and all that. And I mean, this was my show. Like I loved this, and so. Like I'm hoping that gets on Netflix or something soon, so people can it appreciate it. It was on it. Netflix, and then was it got it? pulled. Oh, okay. Cool. I don't know what, what, what's what's going on behind the curtain, but I yeah. don't care. I just love it when people say um, when people say the 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 appreciate Wild Boys. Yeah, yeah, that you show know, that was, it was my such show. A, such an era, of, yeah, so, yeah. so great. Well, we want to thank you for co- stopping by and, like I said, giving us some insight and you know what got you into comedy. Sure, man. And how I love got talking you about comedy because yeah. you know every interview. It's like, what stunt do you regret? I'm like, you know, like, uh, and it's fine. I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate on it. Well, but. you walked in. I didn't have to ask what you regret, oh, so hey, it's no, cool. I yeah. talk, but I don't regret it. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I'd have a tough, I'd have a tough time doing it again. I might do it with less rocket engine fuel. Oh <laughs> yeah, that might work. <laughs> right. But, might be a good space. <laughs> well, like I said, dude, it's a beautiful weekend for this weekend. Uh, go to comedyworks.com. Steve-O, thank you so much for making time for us. Go check out his shows this weekend. Like I said, ComedyWorks.com. And next time you're in Denver, definitely stop by Comedy 1031. I really appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.